0: Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back to the Beautifully Wounded Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Zatera. So, how's your morning going? Um, depending on when you're listening to this, how's your week going? I hope that God ushered you into this week peacefully, um, with joy, with hope, with freedom. And I pray that your weekend was awesome as well. So Y'all know weekends are usually pretty busy for me. Um, my son had football on Saturday. They lost their game. So he was pretty down about that. Um, he has his last game on Saturday. So it's just so crazy. Like, sometimes I forget. I won't say I forget. Like, I encourage my kids. But I think with my oldest, sometimes I forget that he needs to be encouraged Um, And just reminded of how great he is. So yesterday I had went for a walk. um, Because he had just been, I don't know. He had just kind of seemed like like down or whatever. And when I came back from my walk, I just gave him a hug. And my oldest, he's 13. He'll be 14 next month. And it's so funny because I remember a point where he acted like he didn't want me to hug him. And he didn't want to let me kiss him. But yesterday when I came in from my walk, I hugged him. And I just kissed him on his cheek and I just rubbed my face against his and I reminded him of how great he is and that he's a great son and he's becoming a great young man and just how proud I am of him. So it is so important to affirm your children, y'all. It makes a complete difference just in who they are, how they walk and just even the joy that they have. So, yeah, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Just as far as today's episode goes, if you've been tuning in for the past four weeks, I think this is week five of this season. And if you've been tuning in, then you know that we are doing a season on singleness. And so as I navigate through this, y'all, when I tell y'all God is stripping me and I'm going to be honest, like today's episode is late and it's late because when God told me what He wanted me to talk about. I have been trying to figure out a way to get out of it because I'm like, Lord, that's deep. But what I have learned is that as I learn to share with you guys, as I am transparent with you guys just about where I'm at in my life and what it is that God is currently doing through me, I find freedom in it. It makes it easier for me to be accountable for the things that he's calling me to in each particular season. And, you know, the devil just stops having a hold on me when it comes to those particular things. So today's episode is going to be real transparent, y'all. You know, I'm coming to you from my closet. And usually when I record these, I stand up. Y'all I had to grab a chair and sit down for this episode so um today's episode is going to be on sexuality and purity and singleness yes i did say sexuality um and purity so i serve at my church on um I serve in my church every first, no every second Sunday of the month I assist with the four and five year olds and I have been having a conversation with one of my friends and it's kind of been an ongoing conversation honestly for the past year just about me you know wanting to be abstinent and not have sex until marriage you know even with having five kids, like that doesn't mean anything. I believe, I believe that it's something that God is calling me to. And it's just kind of something that God has really been dealing with my heart about over the past and more strongly over the past month. So I remember when I was pregnant with my first daughter, she's two now. And I I could hear God say to me clearly, like, do not have sex with my ex-husband. If you are new to this podcast, I am a mother of five. Um, Me and my ex-husband had three children. Well, we had three children before. No, we had two children before marriage. We had one during marriage and then we had two after I divorced him. And so... When I was pregnant with my first daughter, I could remember hearing God clearly tell me not to have sex with him. And so it's crazy because I thought that God was telling me this, you know, because of him. Like, I, you know, I never thought to really direct it towards me. But just as I've navigated over this past year of this healing journey that I've been on, God has been really dealing with me just about, um, intimacy and you know just how having sex or being sexual your sexuality goes beyond just physically having sex with somebody your sexuality is not limited limited just to that your sexuality um has to do with you you know partaking in masturbation or just even if you watch pornography like he started dealing with me about these things and so even though i wasn't having sex Um, I still would masturbate and what I noticed is that this is something y'all that I um, have battled with since I was five years old Um, since I was five years old I can honestly say I have battled with masturbation and I because I'm so self-aware I've become uh, you know more aware of when I do it Um, I masturbate when I feel vulnerable I masturbate when I feel scared. Um, I masturbate when I feel uncertain about certain things. I masturbate when I feel rejected. And so even though I wasn't having sex, I still would masturbate. And even with pornography, Like I notice when it heightens, when I desire to watch it. And so I, you know, I give myself uh, I set little goals for myself not to watch it. So, like, for instance, um, it's been about four months since I've watched any type of porn. But then I think the other day I was just feeling like really vulnerable and I decided to masturbate and um, I I've, I've watched a snippet of it. And. Y'all because I'm, you know, I know my audience isn't limited to just women. I know it's some men on here too. Like I am completely comfortable with talking about sex. I know that it makes certain people uncomfortable, but it's not a, it's not a topic that I'm uncomfortable with. Um, and I'm not uncomfortable with it because I know that God didn't attend. He did not create sex or my sexuality to be something that I'm ashamed of. But what I do know Is that because of the society that we live in, we have perverted it. We have taken it outside of what he has intended for it to be. And what God has been showing me is that it's something that he desires to purify in my life. Not when I get married, but in my singleness. And so, y'all, if I get emotional is because I've I've I said this stuff out loud to somebody in the church for the first time because I'm like, um i was teaching the i was assisting with the four and five year olds and as i'm sitting there i could hear the holy spirit say to me i need you to give me your sexuality i need you to i need you to allow me to purify you and so i'm like lord are we really dealing with this while i'm assisting with these four and five year olds like why are we dealing with this right now and so after um i was done helping. I thought I was done serving. I went to service and I praised and worshiped and I just weeped. But as I'm sitting there listening to my pastor preach, like God is still dealing with me about this. He's like, I need you to give it to me. I need you to give me this part of you. And so after church, um, what we do is we have people who go up and they, they stay, they stand there and they there for you if you want them to pray and so I'm real funny about who I allow to speak over my life just because you know some people ain't anointed for real like I just I'm real particular about who I allow to speak over me so um I had invited a friend to church with me and I had told her I'm like I'm gonna go for prayer and I'm like I don't know which who I should go to to pray for me though she's like oh you can pick who prays over you I said yes and so I skimmed and I seen um they're a young couple, they're Hispanic, but when I tell you that this man and woman of God, they're married, they're so powerful, and my eyes connected to them, and I got scared for a minute until his wife looked at me and said, I don't even think it was his wife, I think it was him, he's like, Do you, did you need prayer, and I'm like, yes, and so I went up to them, I shared my heart, I said, um, I said, I'm a mother of five, you know, I had three children with my ex-husband prior to marriage. We had two after marriage. Um, You know, I serve, just all this stuff that I do right, but this is an area that I struggle with. I believe that God desires for me to give him my sexuality, and I want to be purified because I have misused sex since I was 14 years old. I can't even say, I lost my virginity at 14, But just when I think about just experimenting with my body as a child, not really understanding, um, but just, you know, you get that feeling when you um, penetrate certain areas of your body. It it lets off a certain type of feeling. And this is something that I've been doing. And I told him, I'm like, this is something that I've been doing since I was five years old. And I believe that God wants to purify it. It's something that I never gave to him. And I just want to give it to him today so that he can... um, Make it not perverted, but turn it into what it is that he truly desires it to be. Um, I think that a lot of times, because of the society that we live in, we feel like sex is everywhere. Sex is everywhere. Um, It's normal for people to have sex before marriage. It's normal for people to, um, you know, have sex even in even in our singleness. And I'm not going to sit here and say to y'all, like I haven't had sex in my singleness because that would be a lie. I enjoy it. I enjoy sex. But what I do see is how it's been perverted and how in order for God to do in my life what it is that I truly desire to, for him to do, I can't just give him parts of me. I have to give him all of me. Um, I think the longest time I've ever gone without having sex was probably about a year and a half and um it's because I was still married at the time and my ex he was incarcerated and I just wasn't comfortable like I didn't I didn't feel the need to be with anybody like my heart was broken you know I I, my children had lost their father and I just it's not something that I was thinking about but even in me not having sex with somebody physically I still would masturbate. Um it was my way of, you know, tending to myself in that way or, or pleasing myself um when I felt certain things arouse in me. But what I can say is like when I just think about the thoughts that I have, you know, when you masturbate, like you you the even just the thoughts that would come in my mind, it wouldn't even always necessarily be about me and him. It would be about some stuff that's really perverted. <laughs> And then I will release and them thoughts will go away. And so what God is showing me, he's showing me how the enemy has perverted something that he's called to be pure, something that he's called to be shared between a woman and her husband. And um, he desires to purify it. I am believing God for some big things. And I have handed so many things over to him, y'all. But for some reason, this is one that has just been a struggle for me. And I'm not going to lie. It's scary. It's scary because I think a lot of times when we do get into relationships, we feel like we have to have sex. Um, Like that's just a part of being in a relationship, right? In order for a person to, you know, want to be with us or even just to not make them want to go and be with somebody else. And for the longest time, I, um, for the longest time, I thought that sex equal love, right? I thought that, um, just going back to marriage, like if my ex-husband didn't want to have sex with me, I thought that that meant he didn't love me. I thought that that meant he didn't want me because I was never fully taught what that means or how it's supposed to be used and so god has been showing me this is an area of your life where you still hold some brokenness and this is an area of your life where you still need healing this is an area of your life where you need to allow me to purify you in your singleness being single has nothing to do with sharing your body with somebody else when you're single it means that you are content with just being with you in its entirety. And so I went to the altar yesterday and I just, they prayed over me and I wept, And they told me, they said the first step, they said, this is so bold of you to share this because y'all like, I truly want my life to be a reflection of who God says I am <laughs> I want to walk in the woman that he says I am fully. And I think sometimes what we do is we think we can give God bits and pieces when he wants us in its fullness. You know, it's scary to hand certain things over to him because it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen if I give this to you? And literally he had to change my perspective. He's like, Jasmine, the worst thing that can happen, which is truly the best thing, is that you just become a better you. The worst thing that can happen is that you become a better you. Fine, you may lose a few relationships along the way. Um, Yeah, you may be misunderstood. People may talk about you. But what does that matter? What does it matter? If what you're going to gain is all that I have for you. If what you're going to gain is your true identity in me. If what you're going to gain is healing. If what you're going to gain is purification and, you know, be able to experience the kingdom kingdom of God, not just in heaven, but on earth. And so after they finished praying over me, y'all, like, as they're praying over me, I could feel something begin to break. I could feel it begin to break. And um, after they were done, I just breathed deep. I'm like, whew. Because I've been carrying this for so long. And I remember I had shared with somebody one time. And I think this is probably, you know, this is why you got to be careful who you share stuff with. Because people will take stuff that you tell them and pervert it. Or they'll take it and they'll use it against you. And I remember I had shared something with somebody. Just about an experience that I had as a child. And I'm not going to go into detail about that just yet. Maybe I will in another episode. Like just me doing this is a lot but just about an experience that i had as a child and they perverted it they perverted it and so since then it's like i'm just not going to share this with anybody i'm not going to share with anybody that i've struggled with masturbation and you know with watching porn and um just the like i mean sex is enjoyable but i become a completely different person and um i just never realized how perverted but I can remember there was a point in time where I would have sex and afterwards I would just feel dirty. And I didn't understand why I felt dirty, but I did. I felt dirty and I and I didn't I didn't like that feeling. And, you know, living in this society, people will make you think like, oh, it's normal. Oh, you know, you you got to live your best life. Yeah, but I'm a child of God. I know what the word of God says. And not that I'm aiming to be perfect, but the but the truth of the matter is is that I truly desire to be more like him. I truly desire for my life to be a reflection of who God is and of what God says about me um and I don't want to pick and choose what I allow him to do in my life. I don't want to pick and choose the areas that I allow him to work on. How can I ever truly experience his full glory? And and it's not easy, y'all. I can honestly say, like, I left church so drained. I took a nap, but I just felt triggered because I'm like, Lord, what is this walk about to look like? What is this about to look like? What does this purification process really entail? What does me giving you my sexuality completely... What does it look like? And just so we're clear, like, because I think a lot of times when people think sexuality, they think, oh uh, you know, just your identity in relations to a gender or the particular gender you're attracted to. No, your sexuality has to do with the capacity you have for sexual feelings. I have a very high sexual drive. I've ha- it's it's been there for as long as I can remember, um, it, it's it's just high. And I'm like, Lord, I need you to help me submit to my spirit in this area and not be tempted. And so I think that's the fear. The fear is, what is this going to look like? What do I do, Lord, when I start to want to masturbate or or touch myself or make a phone call to somebody so that they can come satisfy me in that area? What is this about to look like? I am afraid. I can trust you with my divorce. I can trust you with my kids. Um, I can trust you with my ministry. But for some reason, this one just seems too hard. And that's just me being honest, y'all. I'm scared. I'm scared. But I trust him. Um, I began to just kind of like... Go through some scripture today, and um, the thing that God reminded me of is that I was bought at a price, you know. And I just wrote down this was from First Corinthians 6, um, I think, chat. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 20, and it says, You are not your own, you were bought at a price therefore honor God with your bodies and so I wrote down reminder to self I am not my own I was bought at a price I will honor God with my body I want to honor God with my body I want God to be pleased with me in every way I want him to be pleased with me as I navigate through the singleness and If you're anything like me, these are the thoughts that come into my mind. Even though I said this over a year ago, like I can remember I was at a girl's night and I was telling them like I desire to wait until marriage to have sex. And I believe that whoever it is that God has for me, they're going to respect that. Um, I think a lot of times the thought of that, even though I said it out loud, you know, when your environment begins to influence you, you begin to think, well, is this really possible? Is there a man out there who will truly wait for me until marriage? That's a fear, right? Um, can I really do it? Can I really do it? Not just the sex part, y'all. I'm talking masturbation. If you own, you know, vibrators or anything, those are still ways of, you know, sinning against your own body. Those are still ways of causing the Holy Spirit to grieve within you. Um... It's like, Lord, can I really do it? And what is that going to look like when it is time for me to be in a relationship? But the only thing that God keeps directing me back to is the fact that this is a sing- This is my season of singleness. I have to embrace it in its entirety and not to worry about what that's going to look like because he already has it handled. The only thing that he requires of me is to be obedient to what he is calling me to and where he is calling me to. In that way, when it is time for me to be in relationship with a man in that way, and I'm not just going to say in relationship, but in a union, when it is time for me to remarry, um, it'll be purified because of, a, because of what I allowed him to do in me, in my singleness. I know that our culture... Sex is everywhere, y'all. It's everywhere. It's on our Facebook feed. It's on our Instagram. It's on our TV. It's on commercials. It's everywhere. So it's hard not to be enticed. It's hard not um, to be tempted. But I believe that God truly desires for us to look like him. As a whole, do I think that this journey is about to be easy? Y'all, I don't. I don't. I woke up from my nap and I felt sad yesterday. I felt like, oh my God, can I really do this? Oh my God, can I really be purified? oh my God, can I really walk this thing out? But what I can say is I've done it before. Um, You know, just as far as like the sex part, giving up the masturbation part, that's going to be a new one for me. But if I could give up sex, I can give up masturbation. Um, If God can raise Jesus from the dead in three days, he was resurrected. if if he can raise him from the dead and he is sitting in heavenly places on the right hand of the throne of the father what is my sexuality what is masturbation what is purifying me that is my true desire what i can say is that year and a half that i went without having sex like i felt amazing I did. I felt like I had, like, like, I don't know, like, the key to something very precious because it is. You know, we, as women, we carry life. And um, when we allow others to enter into us who have not been called to us by God, we give up a piece of ourselves every time we allow it. We don't realize it but we do. I can look at my face. I can I can look at my face when I've been having sex um with a particular person and I can see something just go out of me because it does. It takes a lot out of you. And um I just want to be a reflection of his glory. I don't really know what it looks like to be purified, but I can honestly say it's a journey that I'm willing to take, especially in this season of singleness. I don't know where you are. I don't know what your thoughts are on this matter, but I do encourage you just to reevaluate the relationship that you have with sex and the relationship that you have with your body. And ask yourself, Lord, what can I do? What is it that you desire of me in this area of my life in order to bring you more glory as I navigate through my singleness? And that's all I really have, y'all. Y'all know I'm an open book. Um, I think the thing that I love, though... Man, because we walk in shame of stuff, y'all. I'm not shamed. I think the shame comes when I don't talk about it. But when I lay it all out there, what I'm noticing is that it gives somebody else the courage to be honest about where they're at and to reevaluate particular areas in their life where they may be struggling at, struggling in. And I'm just so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for the freedom that I experience in recording this podcast every week. And I'm just thankful that y'all take the time out to listen. So that's all I have. I don't know if we're going to talk about this again next week. We might, because God just be blowing my mind, y'all. He, he be blowing me. So, but yeah, that's all I got. So if you are not already connected make sure you connect with me on social media i am jasmine zatera on instagram and jasmine zatera on facebook so until next time y'all see you bye